0: In the Chevy. In my bread, I got that just in people, please believe it. A quarter billion hanging on my collar. I have a million in my double bag. Oh, Hammers yeah, no, eh. in the
1: fuckin' roll. I'm riding clean in the fucking house. Okay, I woke up. just now. hello hello hello. you're listening to take off my mic the number one podcast in this group Uh, your podcast favorite podcast the class clown of podcasts (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh, um, etc a podcast about reality tv I am your co-host Dylan and I'm joined by my lovely perfect radiant best friend Kate and we are here to uh, break down the finale the vanderpump rules finale um one for the ages uh and uh the truly truly masterful um just got spoiler alert we we both we feel like this is perfection um you know we've talked about how uh, the discourse perhaps is Mm -hmm. on is sort of underwhelmed by this season it seems like and is uncertain if it's like if we're really at our best and we've you know we kind of feel pretty strongly that it's this is this it's it's still they're all performing at a high level like everyone's on the top of their game for the most part and you know and and it was an absolute delight so uh am i am i did i did i sort of did i fairly uh (laughs) describe our basic our sort of starting position here
2: (laughs) absolutely i think this finale really cemented for me that this is a underrated season like as i was texting you earlier there's a moment. The beat when on the boat, Rock and Sheena decide they're not going to get married. I had I was at the edge of a cliff. I was like upset. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I, all the drama leading up to this was fake. It's just going to peter out, especially given that the finale of last season was like Jack's like complaining about people being on his show that he was a star. Like, how do you top that? but i thought they really brought the storylines together perfectly the engagement Mm -hmm. party was a perfect place for a fight it was just a a beautiful crescendo i loved it
1: yeah
2: ah you're right i it was
1: listeners i I watched this episode three times like (laughs) i I watched i watched the final 10 minutes five times um i it it was that gripping I, I i laughed i i like genuinely was like oh my god i i was shocked i was um moved like i I had just sort of a lot of emotions here i was angry you know oh whatever i was mm-hmm. i was in it uh so what do you think the best way to tackle this is because it feels i don't know like what do you what do you think the best way to sort of get us through like move us through the the episode might be
2: through timeline you know usually I feel like we talk about things through character arcs or like by person but Mm. I would be okay talking through things like sequentially since everything comes to such a dramatic head at the Mm. end
1: okay I so maybe um I'm glad that I'm glad you brought up Brock and Sheena immediately because it's Mm -hmm. really hard I don't know if we can really start anywhere but there so the um The moment on the boat where they decide to call it off, I thought was, it was, (laughs) it was like kind of incredible. And to me, the part I loved about it was, like, I'm sorry, it's just like, no, such an incredible (laughs) like interaction. What I love about it is is the uh, is the spin, Mm -hmm. the the sort of revisionist history that they're giving to each other and to us is like in real time is, and I think that's, that's what I, I think what I was, one of the things, one of the themes or threads in this episode that I thought was really Mm -hmm. interesting was this, the real time spin. And um, that I realized like one of Sheena's real strengths Mm -hmm. is her ability to like spin things really quickly, like react Mm -hmm. very quickly and spin things. Um, even if it's not, conv- it doesn't matter if it's convincing, really, or mm-hmm. people believe her. But like her ability just, just sort of adjust is, I think, has gotten better over time. So when she says, um, "You know, I thought about it, to Brock, and I just don't feel comfortable like doing this. Like I don't, I don't think." You know, I I, I, don't, I think it would be inappropriate. Like, you know, we we just I'm just calling it off.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she makes it sound like this was, she like meditated on it, like prayed on it, like and just somehow independently came to this conclusion that she just, she decided that it just wasn't gonna be right. And then mm-hmm. and then says, <laughs> you know, she says, um, uh, right, she says like I. I don't want to make it all about them. Right. And then, but, and, and also, but it's been so hard for me not to wear my engagement ring and not tell anybody. Like, it's been really, really hard, you know? And it was just like, and oh, sorry, the people pleaser thing. This is like incredible. Oh, the, but, best, like, the best,
2: the best moment.
1: <laughs> it was like, I'm a people pleaser. I just, I just, you know, like that's, that's what happens. Like, I just like need to please people, you know? And like, I just don't want to upset anybody or whatever. But also, like, what about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? was it was uh, glorious i i was just like this is her final form Uh, this is like she's so this is what i'm glad we're getting this sheena she's she's stepped her game up this is incredible uh that's for me in that moment like that was the 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 big takeaway for me in that scene was like sheena first stating for the first time in that episode that she's a people pleaser because it comes up again and again and again but it was the first time she sort of that's, the, that's her, her spin of like how to get in control of like how did she get convinced to do this when ah, ah, ah god there's so much to go. anyway so i just that that was my initial reaction to that scene uh elation
2: oh wait. the insinuation that she's not having a surprise wedding at one of her good friends <laughs> engagement parties because of peer pressure like The fact that it's like she actually thinks it's the right thing to do, but she feels like she's being too much of a people pleaser and not doing it. Blows my mind. Incredible. Incredible. Especially because like, I do think in that moment too, and partially this is because I, you know, we know how the episode ends, Mm -hmm. but I I do, I think she was like, this wedding storyline thing was produced. And I think Sheena Mm -hmm. thought that she was like, maybe getting ahead of it or like ending it i really thought she thought it was gonna end when she like gave brock that explanation on the boat (laughs) because she doesn't have the foresight or self awareness to like realize that like you're already fucked like the second (laughs) you were recorded even entertaining this idea you were dead in the fucking water and she had no idea and thought that she was like gracefully wrapping up a storyline you know so good
1: and and like getting our sympathy is like oh yeah that sucks for sheena <laughs> that she has to sacrifice a surprise wedding um in order <laughs> to like be a good friend
0: <sighs>
1: also really important to note is that brock from the big, from this scene we notice that like brock does not understand what the problem is he thinks that he thinks actually that it's horrible that she has to you know she has to you know sort of sacrifice her wants and needs to mm-hmm. placate uh their friends It's very important that he does not see an issue with this at all um it is here that i quite humbly suggest that brock may be a psychopath uh, <laughs> um his actions in this episode really convinced <laughs> me and I thought oh my god how did I not I must not have been paying attention because I did not it did not click until this episode but we will probably this will I'll return to this but I just want to put that out there
2: as we said last time the slow unraveling of Brock this season has been incredibly well paced like the fact that like <laughs> I dislike him less than when I found out he like hit his ex and stopped paying child support. (laughs) Like somehow that was like the taste. It wasn't (laughs) the final reveal is brilliant.
1: Right. (laughs) right. Just wait. I I think I remember thinking like they really deployed this kind of early. Right. Mm -hmm. Like
2: I agree. Yeah.
1: This could have been, this could have been a real, you know, they could have saved us the ends. Like a really could have been like a, really energizing way to finish the season but here we get it in like the middle of the seasons like what are they gonna do with this now um boy boy do they have something in
2: store which i think like to me functions as a rebuttal to the like these people are too old to have interesting drama stuff mm-hmm. like i think back to when oh, what was it like jacks is a fair like the fact that Jax cheated on Stasi in like season two and then just lied about it and it was revealed like those were the stakes then yeah the stakes are like so much higher now and there's so much like more room to maneuver on the field that mm-hmm. like things are better than ever I love yeah. it no, yeah
1: no you're right you're right about the stakes I mean the stakes are no less than like the business like the mm-hmm. success of their own financial health mm-hmm. children um, like their own uh struggling careers as reality TV, like it's they're sort of struggling with their own compulsions like it's Mm -hmm. like it's intense it's it's intense um okay so how about we let's follow brock and sheena oh you want to go all the way through let's just well let's follow brock and sheena like through their sort of um kind of beats and maybe okay. we can i guess like the one i guess the one i, I really want to go to is when they all when they go to the one when they have like their little oh, sort of lunch God. um which was this was like actually the scene where i thought this is going to be an all-time episode Like but, <laughs> right yeah totally because because um when brock gets up to make the announcement i uh-huh. thought okay this that 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 part i was like okay i'm not surprised by this but this mm-hmm. is it also like insane um but you know they sort of give the i think sheena says again that she's a people pleaser and Ryan says like oh we're not we we were gonna as they sort of slowly say like oh we got engaged first mm-hmm. right and everyone's like oh okay congratulations like, this is tacky but congrat congratulations whatever yeah could have yeah. left it there But then they go on and say, yeah, we were going to do, like, a surprise wedding, but, you know, decided not to, Uh, which is, like, still bad, uh, right, obviously. And then, and then Brock goes the extra mile and says, yeah, and actually, those two, Tom and Ariana, knew about it. And I don't think he says we're gonna participate, but, but like new, he might say that Tom was gonna marry. Us, but I think he does say like like yeah, like they were involved or whatever. And just like looking at Sand, having Sandoval just go like, oh my god,
2: Ariana you
1: this?
2: <laughs> has probably had Botox for the last decade, and she could not her face still. It's just like you saw everything. Yeah, love her spot being blown up. Like she was just. Almost a level of like cartoon steam coming out of her ears. She just like knew her fucking ship was safe. It was so good. Uh, And I,
1: I so deeply empathized with them. Like, if (laughs) you know, like, imagine, like, if you're like, look, look, I, we were, we were thinking about this. We said, no, no one needs to know about this. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, we won't tell anyone. Secret's safe. And then they voluntarily expose expose them everyone
2: they had maybe three hours of relief between when Sheen and Brock told them that on the boat and when Sheen and Brock told everyone that they were in on it <laughs> it was like, oh it's over great they totally thought they were in the clear they just had to do like a party scene <laughs>
1: for the <Yeah>. finale <laughs> but no now now everyone knows um uh, yeah I, I I thought that Seems incredible. And and this is why I also think Sheena is God, it's such a such like gets like MvP for this episode for mm-hmm. me. Oh my god. Is because uh people she can get away with she can actually get away with doing these things with being like self-absorbed mm-hmm. and like inconsiderate and flighty um and easily influenced because like even though at her core is a narcissistic (laughs) self-involved um like self-obsessed deeply insecure person because she's seen as sort of i think she's seen often as like the victim in situations
2: Mm, interesting
1: yeah she's seen as somebody who like uh like you know the way she spins the surprise the surprise engagement where, like brock wants to surprise me like brock wants to do the surprise wedding whatever like oh he does this what he wants to do like and uh you know kind of when she was initially bringing it to sandoval and ariana I was like well brock really wants to do this it was kind mm-hmm. of the way it was couched mm-hmm. and then sandoval was like no i don't know i don't feel comfortable then she's like well sandoval doesn't want to do it and i don't want to upset him and like oh or whatever and mm-hmm. then like that's kind mm-hmm. of how she sort of explains it to Brock is like well kind of is like I don't I'm just I'm just trying to please this other person so I I'm I'm helpless in here you know I don't have any sort of power here totally <laughs> and then when she's in front of the group again is kind of like well you know I'm a people pleaser like I don't want to upset anybody or whatever you know so she's like really got this she's she's really created this perception that she's not this sort of conniving manipulative like a uh, sort of sort of social like agent um, yeah who's trying to sort of you know find like the right sort of just maneuvering through cracks or trying to sort of manage the people's perceptions of her so that ultimately they kind of feel bad for her essentially or just sort of say or forgive her for her foibles, because this could go on any other way, right? Like, if people were like, literally, if everyone said, like, you know what, you should get married here, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. She would have been like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, let's get married. Fuck it. You know, totally. she just would have done that. And so I just thought it was such a. a and so, again, the reason I, I say it works is because of everyone's reactions. Yeah. Everyone is kind of like, yeah, well, of course. Katie's literally says like, "Yeah, that's like kind of fucked up, but honestly, yeah, like, wow, messy, right? Like, of course she would be. She is messy. She's fucking. She's she's an idiot, you know. So it, there's this sort of acceptance mm-hmm. that this is just how she is. It's not hmm. even her fault, right? Instead of like, she is like, in some way aware of how to manipulate people." Mm-hmm she goes to Sandoval in the first place because she knows that he loves these sorts of things and probably mm-hmm. won't say no. And almost, di- and he didn't say no, and almost said yes. Mm-hmm. So she, she was right. Like she, you know what I mean? It's I. like, yeah. I'm, the- I'm talking myself into just sort of realizing how savvy and intelligent Sheena is. And I huh. think <laughs> I've, I, like, I think it, and in, in managing like this particular group, I think, um, and where she fits in and like how to maneuver. Um, even if she's not super successful, I think she does understand it really well. And I and I'm just I
2: honestly I've just I was just blown away. I'm gonna push back a little bit <laughs> Go <ahead>. on that. Because <laughs> I <laughs> like to me, it was interesting because I thought that Sheena understood the situation or was reading the group correctly when Brock stands up to tell everyone and she's a little bit like demurring or like not wanting to get up or acting a little bit kind of sheepish. At first when they're at lunch, I was like, okay, yeah, Sheena has, has the wherewithal to know that this is tacky and not a good move and Brock's doing this, but whatever. She This was a manufactured plot for the show, like whatever. But then she seemed genuinely shocked that everyone was so mad at her in the at the final fight at the nighttime party. Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. was shocked. And to me, <laughs> that is not okay. someone who's reading the room correctly. Or, or maybe, you know, she's being produced in a certain way. But, like, I, I was genuinely surprised <laughs> by how surprised she was. Especially because, like, Sheena's been married before. She's, like, into this cult of, like, whatever wedding heterosexual Mm -hmm. woman shit so like she she should know but she really does not
1: okay I see your point
2: but but yeah her inability to like I I agree like the maneuvering of her reasons or like inability to accept that it was weird and the way she spins (laughs) how it was weird as again like being about pleasing Brock when Brock's not there or pleasing someone else james when james isn't in the conversation is impressive Mm, yeah it makes for amazing to me
1: like her just like she'll just like switch and switch and switch like whoever depending on like whatever feedback she's getting and it's uh, i just i i i was just sort of completely like overwhelmed (laughs) by it um i uh what okay so a question for you Yeah. What do you make of Lala's decision to to carry this news to James?
2: I mean, I think it's an extension of her... You know, I think she meddles or wants to like kind of she studied at lisa's knee in how to like metal or kind of like produce a season within while on camera mm. within the season like i think that's very i've only seen a little bit of lisa's real Housewives seasons but i think she's similarly uh. meddles and maneuvers and i think that that's in, i i
1: i love that i, <laughs> I had not considered that yeah yeah wow,
2: okay. and i think lala kind of moves Similarly, in that like we saw her right already exposing Brock on Mm -hmm. camera, like had that knowledge was ready to plant it and drop it. I think she saw that the ball needed to be carried over the finish line, (laughs) and she Mm. dutifully picked it up and ran, you know, her field goal, not finish, whatever. Brilliantly done, either way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like I think that, and you know, I think that her saying she needed to, to tell James to protect him, like was fake like she knows james reactions more than anything like Mm -hmm. she knows more than anyone that like you need to tell him the next day like if she was really looking out for james Mm -hmm. best interests Mm -hmm. she would have waited but i think that gave her enough of a veneer of legitimacy where she was like i can make this play and she absolutely nailed it yeah because someone had to nail sheena the cross (laughs) you know someone had to do it and yeah when lala okay I'm just giving it I don't care uh when Katie is drunk and Lala's like you should go tell James first
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: like she clearly knew what needed to be done mm-hmm. and it wasn't about James you know and the fact that she's willing to weaponize a drunk Katie is so good <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're right but but she doesn't have She doesn't have the relationship with Katie, I think, to get her to to do that. Which is, this is like, uh, I agree with your assessment of Lala. I think she's, 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 uh, her her role and what she's, I think, done for the season is, Mm -hmm. I think, a little bit different than maybe we've seen um, on BPR. Mm -hmm. And... Which is re- which is interesting. It definitely feels like more of like a housewife way of, of yeah. playing and less yep. like, uh, yeah. It, which is so fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to bracket that for a second because I think something else I thought about a lot watching this was, especially in the fight, was how it it. <laughs> I didn't get the sense that everybody was really on the same page. Mm -hmm. And even within like the kind of, I think it exposed to me the fact that there don't seem to me to be like super, very strong, like alliances, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. or really, really clear cut ones, uh, or at least there's not enough people to have kind of really clear cut ones. So you had like, um, so again, for example, like Katie, I think probably recognized like someone should tell james like this is like this is a move that should be done yeah but didn't feel and and probably could could compute that lala was trying to sort of push her to do it Mm -hmm. and katie sort of declined to be the one to do that and but then like later um after like uh lala and ariana have their little inter like blow up katie basically says like yeah well like i agree with lala like that's like that, I, mm-hmm. that that's that, you know but katie never stood up and said never got involved really never sort of was like yep I'm, this is the side i'm on um and i just found that really, i just found that like really interesting um, mm-hmm. even seeing Charlie in the middle of stuff, I just I was kind of like I thought of her as like, oh, it's just Charlie. It's not Charlie. It's not connected to anyone. It's like Charlie's just sort of chiming in, sort of mm-hmm. it was sort of a, you know, so it's um, it was a really this is another reason I thought it was a really interesting fight was because it just didn't feel I didn't really think about think of it as like a bunch of friends having like a really big fight. Mm. you know, I felt. Mm. Like in some ways, like here are a a bunch of colleagues or like co (laughs) workers who realize, like, it's the end of the season, uh, this is the last big thing. Let's we've got to kind of give it our all, you know. Charlie's like, I gotta get, I have to be in this, you know, I have to like get a moment, so I have to do, I have to insert myself, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, it so it's not that it felt to me totally organic, but, you know, as we're talking about, we can kind of see the, from the very beginning when Sheena's like, I'm going to try and like, stop this from happening. You know, there is like a a, a self-awareness of like, what, what is going to happen or what, what the moves are, what's available to us, you know, in a way that um, I think you can actually see, uh, Mm -hmm. which was so fascinating.
2: I totally agree. And I think that maybe if uh Ariana wasn't implicated in everything that Katie maybe would have been quicker to go mm. to James. Mm. But it my moment watching that was like if Katie was smarter, mm. I think she should have hitched herself to Lala and not Ariana. Both like like now it's too late because Ariana's her business partner, but I think <laughs> that um like a lala Katie alliance relationship would be so interesting because I do think they like to like stir shit the same way. I think Katie needs a queen to like follow. And Mm -hmm. I think Lala is that Mm -hmm. right now. I think that's part of Katie's problem is like Mm she needs to follow someone bossier. that's why her marriage is failing. <laughs>
1: <That's... Yeah>. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Sorry. No, ex- no, no, no. That's, that's I, quite, quite perceptive.
2: I think like Lala sobriety in these like moments is really valuable. I think being on the side of someone who is, you know, both sober and savvy enough to kind of like produce the argument is mm-hmm. smart. Like, I just think that they seem to get along really well. I just think that's like an interesting missed opportunity for a connection. Like I wish Katie and Lala were better friends. Cause I mm-hmm. think they could really run it in like a Stassi Katie way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: like that idea. I, I think in practice, I think that's tough
1: because I think they still see Lala as she's not an OG. Yeah.
2: Fair. And,
1: yeah. and I think that you're definitely right. That Katie needs a queen to ground her. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think the queen needs to be, uh, virtually unimpeachable and like very, Mm -hmm. very secure and in the sense Mm -hmm. that like they're very secure in the group and have a lot of influence. And I don't think Lala really has a lot of, um, influence in the way that Mm -hmm. we're talking about. I think Mm -hmm. perhaps that's why she has opted to influence the group and more of like, a kind of producery sense because Hmm. it's something that it allows her to insert herself in a way that is not super dependent on like being authorized by the other group members Hmm. um it's a way for her to uh yeah to sort of i think uh put stress on bonds and Hmm. relationships in part because she doesn't have very strong ones with everyone um, and also makes her like super valuable to, to the production as well, because someone I suppose needs to do it and she yeah. is kind of more on the outside. And so she's doing it, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like a really, so it's uh, I think that might explain why Katie's kind of like, mm-hmm. probably is really attracted to Lala for these reasons, but also like, I'm sure Uh, like Tom, really liked like uh, um, uh, Schwartz really liked Stassi. Like they were really close. Yeah, right. And so kind of also approved of that relationship. Hmm. Um, I don't think he would approve of her and Lala being like that close. In part because I think he finds her to be uh gauche, and (laughs) and and and, and. specifically Sandoval doesn't like her mm-hmm. and feels that she's more of like a, a threat to him and so probably communicates that to Schwartz who's you know so I mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. that's also part of why it makes that alignment really we'll tricky for Katie them. because it yeah. would just it, it might she might think like it's not I don't know if it's really worth it for me like it doesn't it really help me I don't know might like make things worse with Tom and Tom which mm-hmm. makes things worse for me um I will say one thing about Lala is I don't – I think she loses her composure and fights too much. Interesting. Um, I think she gets – I don't think she thinks super far ahead. So she Mm – it's like she – sometimes I feel like she thinks – she'll come back with like a comeback or say something and then think that she's ended it or act like she's ended it. And the other mm. person will respond. And sometimes I don't feel like she knows what to do then. Like she, mm. the way that she carries herself is this sort of, you know, kind of boss bitch queen. who can just sort of put her foot, to, sort of a la like a or Lisa who can say like with finality, like this is just how it is. Yeah. And, but the, and the thing is like in the case of it's saucy at her prime and lisa yeah people don't challenge don't really challenge them Mm -hmm. and that's why it works that's why they can just Mm -hmm. say that or do Mm -hmm. this because people will be like whatever okay fine (laughs) but lala does not have that kind of influence and respect in the group for people just to be like yeah okay so people will so like uh an example of this is when um when she's when she and Sandoval are going at it and she's kind of, she is yelling and then like tells him and then he's yelling and she tells him to like uh, keep his voice down or like something like that. And, Uh. and, and he's like, what? Like you keep your voice down. And then he's like, sit down. And then based on how it's shot, like she doesn't really say anything
0: Mm -hmm. like that.
1: And I just, and even with like her and Rihanna, it's like, Or Ariana, like her, the way that she—maybe a way to put this is: with queens at the height of their powers, (laughs) when they're arguing, to me, you get the sense that they're never really getting—they're not slinging mud, Mm -hmm. you know. Like they're Mm not—they don't—they don't. don't, uh, it, It feels like they're always above it a little bit. And like where they're to me. And and so the conference, so the dialogue is always like it's just like, oh, I'm right. And I'm not going to sort of trade punches with you, really. Like this is just sort of how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and or at least that's the way it feels to me, perhaps. And sometimes with with Lala and least in her interactions in this fight, I just thought. I don't think she commands enough respect from these people to, for for them to just like admit defeat or or acknowledge always like particularly Tom and Ariana. I just don't think that that wor- that it didn't work for me um, mm-hmm. in terms of her winning. I, you know what I mean? I think that that's what I mean. It's like it's not even that she was wrong. It's that she didn't. I think she sort of acted as though she was unimpeachable and that she was obviously right. And like, no, you know what I mean? That was very clear, Mm -hmm. but it didn't seem like that was, I don't know, like in her fights or interactions with like, specifically, and even Sheena, I just thought like there was this, like a lot of pushback actually. Um, And not everybody seemed to be on the same page about like what was really appropriate. um, And who was really in the wrong. (laughs) Um, And which was, was so wonderful about the fight was that it was so, there was not, it was, that was, it was chaotic and that was especially in the middle part. What do you think mm-hmm. of that?
2: Well, I think I, okay, I agree that Lala is prevented from kind of like queen status partially by her lack of clout and alliances within the group. Like, I, I disagree about, like, Stassi, who is still one of the ultimate queens to me, will, like, get in the mud and, like, fight and i agree that they fight from like a place of feeling unimpeachable and like going down swinging even if they were wrong but i think mm. that like willingness to meddle or like defend their position when pushed upon is important and like what makes them a queen is their pull within the group uh, in addition mm, to mm-hmm. that ah yeah and i think lala like right I mean like Katie would follow Stassi into the dark even when she was like totally wrong in <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and she often was to be fair
2: so wrong all the time and so yeah I think that like Lala doesn't have that pull so I think when she acts the way she does or like tries to act like she's unimpeachable in a fight I agree that it's like no one's gonna back her up so it doesn't feel like a queen move and it's not worth it and I think that like her and Rand have misfired, and that I think they've tried. They've like bought their. I mean, really, since like Lala admitted to being in the relationship with Rand, she's mm-hmm. used his money to I think like buy her position within the group or their position. Like, yeah, going all the way down to that first PJ to Solvane, uh, you know.
1: Kate, yep, we're. I, I mean I thought, yeah, that's like that's it. Like that's the best example, and and the yeah, it's a.
2: It's the same so, thing. Same yeah, with the sandwich yeah. shop. Same with. So yeah, I just like don't think that because that's her tactic it just doesn't give her the same like security battle position um and i think sometimes like she'll use the fact that she's sober and everyone fighting around her is drunk like in place of a moral high ground or a feeling of moral high ground in the fight Mm -hmm. like i i don't think the show or like we've maybe analyzed like the fact that she's sober during all of this is like an advantage but also Mm -hmm. like i think sometimes she again thinks that that makes her like right or unimpeachable instead of like her actual position or reading her stance among like the group yes because Uh of the same kind of unimpeachability so that's kind of my thoughts on it but i also like her and appreciate her wherewithal and starting Mm -hmm. shit obviously Mm -hmm. so but yeah i mean sans ran to kind of like buy her role in the group i don't know what's gonna happen next season
1: that's what i was thinking um because you're you're absolutely right. I I think that is what has, It's actually. It's actually kind of wild to me mm-hmm. how successful that's been. Um, but also like how very specifically that is what has been happening. Yeah. Um, and. That, uh, I hadn't really thought about because I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, I hadn't really thought about, like, that that layer of it being... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think we've mm-hmm. we started touching on it a little bit later. I mean, we've been talking around it, but I really appreciate the way that you you really, like, synthesized it because oh. it, it does then raise a question about, like, what she's going to do next year. But I also think that we we have a partial answer here, which is, I mean, she can do the same thing. Yeah. You know, her role like, her role the 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 role of being a pot stirrer can Mm -hmm. she can essentially keep doing that i will but i think you do need to have a certain kind of security in a group to do that because otherwise people will just be like they can just be like uh nope The, the, the the pro there aren't enough pros to to balance like all of the stress that you cause in these relationships yeah so if the money is like the big pro and the and Randall because the guys kind of like him. If both of those mm-hmm. things are gone, then what are the other pluses? What are the pros that she brings from the group perspective? Mm-hmm. You know, because like mm-hmm. producing is like kind of the produce as producers, you can kind of see like what she brings. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the group and how they feel, you know, I would like she's alienated Ariana, which is like not. Uh, it's fine when you're in a strong position and not great when you're in a weak position. Cause she's in a very strong position. Yeah. Um, it would also be a good move for her, I think, to try and get Katie on sides, um, you know, a little bit more aggressively um, mm-hmm. or yeah, or uh, yeah, it's, it's, it'll, or I don't know. It'll, uh, we haven't even, uh, <laughs> yeah there's so there's so much anyway yeah so um yeah we'll see that that's that's a question and uh dare i say maybe we'll have a, get a sense of what that might be at the reunion
2: you i know? hope yeah
1: or perhaps we'll see some repositioning on from her and, and and see what that that looks like um, yeah
2: hmm. oh. uh, wow wow Okay. okay can I, can I take us to a lighter moment that really spoke to me during the show? Yes. Okay, going back to the boat when Tom Schwartz is like I'm worried. <laughs> I like this too much. I can't wait to retire. I was like, "Man, excellent point." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really loved that. I always feel like Schwartz is like pretty him, like pretty honest about where he's at. Um I I have to admit when he said when he started talking about the fire he initial fire he had in his belly when he moved to LA I was really pretty sure he was about to say that's gone and I thought yeah oh fuck Tom but then he said I have this fire in my belly with this like new restaurant I was like
2: uh (laughs) good for you I guess great you know yeah. like i uh, yeah i just it gave me such an appreciation for him and schwartz too and it honestly i was like i've come i know i was talking a lot of shit about the sandwich shop stuff last mm-hmm. week but i actually think restaurant tour is a perfect career move for a c-list reality star mm. it's a great move like what, you know what, what do you
1: think why like why do you think it's perfect
2: i think you have enough like cash and credibility to kind of like throw in on like I think investors will be like yeah people will come to see this reality star that kind of makes sense in the hospitality industry Mm -hmm. but I think it's also like these are people who stay up all night partying like hospitality makes sense to (laughs) me (laughs) you know it's like sustainable you don't you can be like a c and d list celebrity and just like ride that wave I mean fucking celebrity chefs do it all the time Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I just think it's a great plan I think the fit is there and it's much better and more honest that try to like make it as an influencer which you can't really do that much anymore anyway like I just Mm. think it's a great feels like a natural segue
1: yeah what did you make of him um this might be slightly dark I apologize (laughs) what did you make of him uh describing his future and not mentioning Katie or children (laughs) at all (laughs) his ideal future being alone on a ranch with Tom probably um with animals
2: unsurprised <laughs> that guy doesn't want to have kids yeah. all that guy has to do to have a kid is like smoke weed once less a week and like not take as many baths and he's not even willing to do that <laughs> like it's super clear you know yeah and like imagine if you're katie and like think you want a parent with this person and he literally just won't stop taking baths you're like what you know (laughs) like she has to get the subtext or like see that the writing is on the wall there somewhere but i just like really felt tom in that moment like he sometimes he has these like shimmers of Mm self-awareness like he's too afraid to express them because he hates conflict but Mm -hmm. i think that he like ultimately reads probably because of his like need to avoid conflict and please people i do think he like reads the group and reads a room really well yeah um
1: yeah there's a people pleaser like the true people pleaser of the group is actually Schwartz it's not Shida
2: Schwartz like I can just see him like at 12 years old standing between his parents begging them to not fight like that's how he still acts which is like dark but
1: look it's really hard to avoid the darkness of these people it's around every fucking corner (laughs) like surprise (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah yeah so, that was yeah. that was nice that that was nice um can I take you to another boat moment that I thought was uh lighter which is like interesting yeah let's go this is when like Tom and Ariana are like discussing how they're kind of like reaffirm, like read sort of the they're talking just kind of, like they're not gonna do like the secret marriage thing mm. but also ariana sort of is talking to this is this weird sort of moment where she's like kind of talking to us and not tom and saying mm. like yeah like this is why uh as we're talking about like these conflicts and how they're so it's important to have these conflicts because th- because these we as people really care about each other and this is like the way oh, we become yeah. better friends by like fighting um and then that's why it's because we really we really care about each other kind of and i mm-hmm. we're friends you know and they thought huh i and so i started thinking are you friends like is that like you who of these people are you really sheena but like you yeah. yeah sheena and and uh but like as are you a group of friends you know like i was i was like couple seasons ago I would have said yes you're a group of friends you hmm. know but now like I, I I just find it interesting that part of the way that they kind of have to keep branding themselves is as mm-hmm. a group of friends when mm-hmm. I think they're less a group of friends and becoming more a group of like associates mm-hmm. as partners and mm-hmm. co-workers um and it doesn't mean you can't be friends but that the way that they become entangled with each other now Mm -hmm. is different than when they're Mm -hmm. all just fucking bartenders totally. And you know what I mean? And that uh, I'm wondering the extent to which they're aware of those changing relationships and how those are, um, uh, I mean, obviously they're aware of it, I think on some level, but the way that they, uh, the conflicts that arise because of that and their ways of like dealing with that um and how they sort of and how those demonstrate how they fundamentally see each other Hmm. you know like Hmm. um which tom and tom's conversation about like their friendship being a brand was sort of a i think a part of that and you know just hearing one one of them say like see you know hearing sports go like no i really see this as like friends first and sandoval kind of go well you know that's important but like also i guess he seems to think of them more as a brand first Mm -hmm. now um and that tension i think i think we're gonna see that uh become more of a constant um is my guess Mm. i just found that as like a a weird almost like a, a statement of the one of the core themes that's been intentions that's been undergirding a lot of maybe the last couple of seasons but particularly this season because there are less ogs who like have such a long history with each other before being on tv most totally. of them like a lot of the relationship is on tv now mm-hmm. um, and, and that, that 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 changes things
2: mm-hmm. yeah no that's super interesting um and i I think I agree. I'm glad you said that because, like, I was confused by that moment from Ariana. Mm. Um, Kind of for the reasons you said. It's like also I don't care (laughs) your friends that much. Yeah. Like I think that's a weird like, especially because like I already believe it like more so than when for example like the housewives try to say that they're friends like Mm -hmm. these people actually have an established history before Mm -hmm. the show and like we know that and so it it did come off as like do you all hate each other (laughs) like is that why you're actually throwing this out because i do think it was it was weird but interesting Mm -hmm. um do you think you would have had fun on that boat Did, did that event look fun to you no, not a, not at all. <laughs> I thought something I think about
1: often is sometimes in like what seemed to be like really awkward social situations on these shows like these. I think I I try and imagine if there was not music like mm-hmm. production probably did music to this event and it's actually just them on this fucking boat and Raquel is just giving James like a lap yeah. dance on this boat and there's no kind of like the <laughs> like music around or whatever and just people just going like yeah you know and just sort of a not-
2: camera crew uh, yeah, like yeah exactly. like- i'm just like
1: this is this <laughs> seems awful <laughs> like no, no fucking way man i'm like i would ne- i would hate that
2: i've been pretty like on board with their pandemic safe activities this season like they even though things have been scaled down i haven't been transported out of the moment by how unfun something looked until mm-hmm. like this happened like the backyard Hanna, incredible yeah. <laughs> an amazing move by contrast yeah. like we're all on this boat at 10 a.m james is sober i was just like <laughs> know, the minute they handed charlie that modello and i knew it was like 9 45 in the morning i was just like <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. get me out of here <laughs> like
1: she got she got in her like the first of two lines of the episode, like uh, Modelo for the hoe, which I guess is how she is trying to brand herself as like the o- the only like not even single, but just like the the only young one is just I was like okay. <laughs>
2: I heard Charlie describe somewhere as like a great song played in the wrong club, and like <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly Charlie. <laughs>
0: that's so good right like yeah that's
1: exactly right
2: she's phenomenal tv her storylines don't make any sense like down (laughs) to her telling sheena she was a bad friend because she had a baby basically so her like interjecting herself in this fight which again like she had to she's absolutely playing fair like she's doing her duty but it's just too little too late it was so brutal (laughs) like if she was smart she would have been the one to tell james what had happened yeah like that's how you ensure your continued survival not by just like jumping in the fray to scream
1: wow you're right she really should have done that Mm -hmm. because that's that was her only was the only way to stand out you know Mm -hmm. steal somebody else's steal somebody else's thunder you know Mm -hmm. get there first
2: Totally agree. Yeah. It was a bummer.
1: This opportunity but, for her. Yeah.
2: Should we should we talk about James and Raquel's performance this episode?
1: Yeah, let's go there. Um uh there's something <laughs> there's yes, because it'll help it'll help especially because there's like one moment that mm. I, that I laughed out loud every single time I watched it. It's during Sweet. the fight. It's it? when it's when um <laughs> yeah it involves James and Raquel so it's when it's when Raquel is actually <sighs> I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Raquel a lot this episode mm-hmm. um and again this is sort of continuing the theme of like f- people's perceptions of uh each other and the kind of relate the nature of the fundamental nature of the relationship they have mm-hmm. um was. Really interesting to think about, especially when Raquel seemed like really when Raquel was like to to um Sheena and Oh, when Lala first was like, Oh yeah, they're engaged, and Raquel was like, What? I think <laughs> genuinely like Yeah, the, yeah. We're like, why don't I know that? And seemed really when she said, We are your actual friends, like your real yeah. friends, and you oh. didn't tell us like why you're you should be telling us. And it was so I found that. Hmm. so i thought i thought like oh this is Hmm. i i believe that she wasn't acting i believe that she was like really confused and hurt that not even that they were going to plan this wedding Mm -hmm. but that sheena didn't tell her that they were engaged at all and like that it was all sort of it was all just this sort of storyline you know and 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 Seemed really like genuinely hurt and confused just like confused by that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: hmm. uh I think and and when Sheena um <laughs> when Sheena was like, Oh, well we were gonna we were gonna tell you like tomorrow, like after your party, like <laughs> after telling everybody else and Raquel was like well we would have been the, like the last to know and she was like save the best for last that was. <laughs> that was like that, no. and I just thought honestly I thought this is like this is uh, this is Sheena's just like ultimate form like the way that she delivered that was just she she fake cried she was throwing everything she could ever kill like save the best for last and were like no i just like okay no, i got it and that's it i don't have anything else in my locker And i just thought go for broke. She know that was amazing it was that was amazing <laughs> what an amazing thing to say to somebody what an amazing thing to say to somebody in that moment and it was like <laughs> and i was i literally i like cackled several times it was just so funny <laughs> it's so <For> funny
2: <laughs> It made me feel like that. I mean, I I love Raquel now. I'm like totally on board. And that was really, you're right. Like the most human moment of this whole thing was like (laughs) genuinely sad that her friends didn't tell her they got engaged and that like this production or the show shit was like actually interfering with their friendship. Yeah. Especially because like, and I agree, like, and that's one of those moments when I was saying that like, I don't think Sheena planned or foresaw any of this when (laughs) I was just like, fuck like she because she didn't yeah. even have the defense of like she's being selfish this is her party I'm trying to please her she got put in a place of like this woman cares about me and feels excluded <laughs> Yeah. especially because I believe like more than anything Raquel is a phenomenal hostess and yeah. I think if they had told Raquel <laughs> she would have like given them a toast you know yeah or thrown them a luncheon like I actually think Raquel would have not been angry that they got engaged and would have instead wanted to get involved you know
1: yeah it reminds me of like any time i've like just sort of avoided telling somebody something something Mm -hmm. because i thought that they would be like really upset with me and then like finally like i told them and they were like oh why didn't you tell me you know And, and 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 then and then suddenly i see how if I would have said this, and it would, you know, things would have been like this, and it would have been fine, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, when that happened, I, I thought, well, wow, what could have easily happened is Sheena and Brock could have took them to lunch or whatever, and told them and shared that moment with them, and mm-hmm. said, like, we just want to, we don't want to take away from, we'll do whatever more, you want, whatever, but like, we just, this, this did happen, and you know, and also, like, in some ways, it's like, to me, I see it as like a kind of a. You know we all have our storylines to so get in here like this is kind yeah. of ours and like maybe there's a way that we can both there's a way for us both to have a little shine and that not this is not half to be like a big deal. A gesture um, of good faith, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think uh, uh I-, I think she uh, uh, again Brock didn't care about this um no. clearly <laughs> Brock, that was as as why. Brock wanted to like make it all about them. Um I think Sheena was wanted that too but was also like sensitive to the consequences of that mm-hmm. um but yeah it was like it and that was also interesting Is like when people were talking about the party and the timing it, Sheena had more ground to stand on because she could be like yeah. well we didn't well well we kind of if you think it's about it it's not my fault way, Brock we, surprised
2: me right right yeah. yeah you
1: know whatever um but did Brock make you not say anything like to to Raquel not really you're right like she totally got her like dead to rights like she you know like over yeah. everything like shouting out. just another like maybe just nice lesson like if you are in a con, like if you are in a conflict with somebody and they like really fucked up it- it's usually better just to emphasize like how hurt you are by yeah. something not accuse them but just say like oh i really wish in this case like i would have loved to celebrate you and like i'm really i thought we were better friends than that like that really uh-huh. sucks you know uh-huh. like did i is there truly anything i did wrong no there's not you know and so and what can sheena say except i fucked up for last, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh and there's that shot of sheena fake crying and holding raquel's hands and raquel is like seems sort of you know tears in her eyes and James just like rolls his eyes and like oh my like, he's just like oh, fuck. you know which also yeah. is like, like he's kind of like I know this is all bullshit like I know this is and you know it was just such a such an incredible contrast I, lo- I loved that shot these producers were just on it like incredible
2: so good I was so interested too in watching James during all of that because I thought there was a chance that we're gonna say it was fine and not go off and I think James reaction was also totally authentic Mm -hmm. and he was really actually also surprised by Sheena and I think like yeah Yeah. you know his outburst was real which I thought was really interesting because I thought it was 50 50 and if he knew it was coming but his reaction in contrast to Raquel's too I think was a really good way to set up their breakup because like Mm you know, Raquel was like beautifully hurt by the fact that her friends didn't include her in good news. And yeah. James goes to like, I spent thousands of dollars on right. the timing of this. Right. Um, and I thought that was so interesting to like see see the difference. And like Raquel is really coming out of this show looking amazing. I mean, right. how many people can say that on reality <laughs> TV? But like Raquel could run for office after this. Like she looks incredible.
1: I've listened to what she said. Mm -hmm. you know i you know i i I, you're right um yeah there was a it's a good point about there's a i think um this doesn't come out all the time with james but there's Mm -hmm. definitely like a a sort of elite like there's a sort of a strain of elitism agree that that he can uh that is clear that he sort of believes Mm -hmm. and it's come out with brock in particular yeah and it's been sort of the Mm -hmm. undertone really ugly undertone of a lot of their interactions and like and uh i think brock uh has sensed that and has tried to sort of make a meal of that when Mm -hmm. possible Mm -hmm. but not but they're both, but to, to to messy effect because Brock never has high ground. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but like when he says, "There's um, uh, just like just like a tiny moment where he was just like, uh, so his emphasis on money and oh, and just sort yeah. of like the 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 appropriate like behavior of of what happened, but particularly when he was like, oh. Like I wanted when he says to Raquel, but before Lisa comes up to them and's like, you know, he wanted to propose to you and like, or no, like I would never like marry you in like a garden or, or something like. Oh
2: yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, like or at a farm. I do that do that farm. And I was like, this is like a really fancy vineyard. Like, what are you talking about? But just, but, <laughs> right. but just like that. That was. He just he kept going out of his way to just sort of. basically say like this is like that's such a low class thing to do yeah we're so tacky like and then he says to us he's like like i'm a gentleman like i do this and that or whatever and i just thought man yeah like this is like forget that like he's comes from a posh british family sometimes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that this is how they are sometimes like how they can be and um but but his problem with it was not the same raquel did not have the same well, they they both thought the problem was a little bit different. Yeah, and I don't think that James okay. actually considers Sheena and Brock close friends. No, at all, <laughs> but, at, at, or wants them to be at all. And Raquel seems to, and you know, or yeah. it seems to have like more emotion involved in it. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought that was uh, that really did come across in mm-hmm. in, in in a surprising way because they were so they both seemed so honest and like their responses to what they thought was like they were not on the same page at all which is like you know something I just fear like at, at, <laughs> like in, in like a relationship is not like <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah on dates I have, like, I've like I've heard myself say a couple of times that like one thing I really hate is fighting in public or huh. just sort of being like if there's something that comes up in public and I'm like with like with a partner I'm just very much like if i'm not really sure what like so if they say something and i don't really agree mm-hmm. i i probably won't say anything i'm probably not going to like disagree with them
0: mm-hmm. like especially
1: mm-hmm. if it's like a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. you know like i'm i'm not i i am not someone who will necessarily i might be not uh, like if I don't agree I may not say I agree like I'm not sort of like blindly supportive but I won't really like get in the middle of something um and then like later maybe like probably talk about it but I'm like Mm -hmm. really sensitive to like being kind of united in like a group in a group setting yeah um and uh and being sort of reflexively just like supportive and like whatever sort of deal with things like what we need to do with privately privately but like mm-hmm. when we're with other people you know like let's let's be a team um, not be messy yeah. yeah let's not be you know not be messy or if we're gonna be messy we'll be messy together you know mm-hmm. and and um, in a way that we both feel comfortable being messy with like agreed agreed <laughs> discussed beforehand and executed flawlessly um, uh and then reviewed yeah. afterwards uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's real. I didn't <laughs> feel like
1: they were really on the same page mm-hmm. um, about that. And I thought, hmm, trouble in paradise. And of course, we know that there is, in fact, trouble in paradise.
2: Uh... Okay, I need to confess, like, I was too high when I watched this last night. And the thing that happens to me when I'm watching scripted TV too high is that I, like, forget that I can't, I can't remember that people are acting and I lose my cool uh unfortunately that happened when I was watching this but it just made it so it was like everything they're doing is real like it was like I was watching it raw or like mainlining it in a way oh, that I didn't oof. have my bullshit sensors on and so when like they ride their horses up to that goddamn beautiful <laughs> picnic lunch and Lisa starts <laughs> telling them they're soulmates I just wept. I was like crying the whole time because I knew they broke up I knew Lisa was genuinely proud of James. And I like, Raquel is an amazing partner. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that to my core. And I just want her to get out of there. But I also do want the best for James. It was just like a journey. I don't know that much. You know? know? And what a,
1: can I just say, what an achievement by the production team to, to get you to a place where you can say i want i am emotionally invested in the welfare of james kennedy
2: james the worst person (laughs) i want him to be okay god okay there was a moment when max lisa's son comes up to james at the party and they both look like Fucking idiots, like the least cool guys from high school that stayed friends but had rich parents. Like I saw right through them and I was like, these fucking idiots. And like that's exactly what they are. And like, why am I rooting for this fucking rodeo clown? (laughs) He's a he's a, a a a
1: fucking DJ at a restaurant. He refers to himself as the white Kanye.
2: His standing monthly party is a joke on the word "cunt," and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I hope he gets it back (laughs) and gets it back on the horse. Fucking what? He's not even
1: that charming, to be honest. (laughs) He's actually not, and yet. And yet he is our hero. And, we, <laughs> and we, we've we accepted him as our hero.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I feel like vis Ra- a his proximity to Raquel, he really like redeemed himself this season. And like we've talked about, I think they were also giving him a really good edit because yeah. they wanted, you know, they're short on protagonists. I think they want Raquel and James to be really central. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously crumbled, but I'm really interested to see how production's going to handle the breakup yeah yeah i feel pretty confident it was james's fault (laughs) um you know but it's like how much can they litigate that without us losing all sympathy for him maybe they don't care maybe i'm miscalculating but
1: well i mean james has been a really effective villain in the past that's Um, true you know i mean he's shown uh uh i mean his narrative It's has always been like I'm trying to do better. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I've I'm this, you know. I let's can we turn briefly to Jacqueline, his mother. Um,
2: Oh God, Jacqueline! (laughs) Sorry, I blacked her out.
1: Um, what she wore to this party? It was it was such a like it. it was like it was sort of a, a dress with all these sort of it felt like it had like ruffles almost um, it was
2: both it was too sexy and incredibly trendy and i was just like
1: and it felt it, was, yeah, and it felt a bit girlish as well mm-hmm, like it was just too mm-hmm. too yeah too trendy too young like mm-hmm. too young hot mom who really needs her son's friends to ogle her it, it just <laughs> t- too much of that And and then for Raquel's mom to be like, oh, you're hot, like you're a hot mom, and Jacqueline like, oh no, and just to know that she loved, like she needs that, was just like, (laughs) and that is just like a tiny moment in this whole episode. I was just like, oh my god. Um, Also, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I love the nugget about how at uh, the first Thanksgiving that James and Raquel were together, James's family came over and his mom got blasted. <laughs> and just like embarrassed herself in front of Raquel's family and like it hasn't been the same since and and like that was in the back of my mind when they were like hugging. And I think that's why when James was like, oh I cannot believe this is going so great. It's like oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> They're like you could have just shown me that that image of like was it James and Raquel with like James's mom standing there in that dress and Raquel's mom looking totally appropriate and normal. And I could have told you that Raquel's mom got blasted at their (laughs) first Thanksgiving together and they've been fighting ever since. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just like, this is, it's too predictable. Like this is why James is the way he is. It's like so fucking clear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I think more than anything, I will say that is when I, I thought... Okay, James Kennedy, I, I, I can extend to you some sympathy because, like, fuck, you know, like, there was thing. Like, there was that moment where, um, this was to me like on the level of like Stassi's mom just sort mm. of like, uh, humiliating her in front of her friends, ex- uh, Sorry. when when she basically... when her his mom basically like, uh like kind of guilt tripped him or like me i can't remember the exact but it was essentially the the dynamic was james was trying to be like this is sort of how you know this is sort of what happened and oh it was the it was the time when she was like you uh you took your first steps at tiffany's or in tiffany's sorry yeah yeah and he was trying to say like yeah like all that stuff like what you know trying to be honest about his childhood and how he felt about it and she was just like how dare you you're a grateful fucking brat and I was just like oh that is rough that's a (laughs) a really fucking rough one no wonder he like no wonder he's like this Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) Jacqueline
2: Jacqueline brutal (laughs) also buttons
1: that's a counterpoint.
2: Oh well, like... counterpoint or as like a vehicle for like they knew exactly when to pan to buttons watching this fight. I felt worse for buttons than almost anyone else.
1: Because <laughs> I mean they, like didn't they give her a heads up?
2: How do you would she remember how I'm like, how do you warn buttons? Like if you're Raquel and you're like, okay, you know, this is a reality show taping, whatever. Like, there's no world in which buttons is like whatever just happened is gonna happen you know yeah you're right and like yeah based on how
1: again Jacqueline responded to the whole thing which was to go and fucking yell at everyone for stirring things up at at this time and place made me think that maybe I don't know, like maybe there was some understanding or thought that, like, oh, they're just filming because it's for the show, but like nothing, Mm -hmm. it's a celebratory event and nothing crazy is going to happen. And then all of this
2: happens, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Totally, a thousand percent. And like, I, uh, even like there's that scene earlier on where Raquel's dad, Carrie, like talks to Raquel and says, maybe that he didn't give James his blessing maybe that he did yeah. but like that made me think that Raquel's parents can at least like play enough ball to like look at the fight that's happening at the party say this is my daughter's source of income we'll have <laughs> a nice working. dinner she's <laughs> working yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like have the wherewithal to be like this sucks but whatever like buttons <laughs> could not like similarly (laughs) distanced herself emotionally from what was happening yeah (laughs) it was brutal (laughs) Uh,
1: this is adorable though
2: yeah no rooting for buttons i hope i i love raquel i hope she quits the show when they break up
1: so that's what you want for her
2: i think she's gotta move on you know i don't think she gains anything from having her pain be on the show i don't know Mm having whatever messiness plays out from their breakup I just
1: I wanted to go home I think you're right I just feels like a really natural exit you know sort of feel like if you keep going you almost have to complete like whatever the next arc of your story is if it takes Mm -hmm. three or four seasons Mm -hmm. you know then maybe you're on the hook for three or four seasons you know Mm -hmm. but this feels like a natural she was introduced as james kennedy's girlfriend and it would make sense for her to be like you know what this is and this is a natural exit um Mm -hmm. because i don't think i don't know if she has the stomach for
2: what comes next i don't think so and i don't want to see her develop it yeah you know i want her to like find someone kind of Christian maybe he's like five years older (laughs) maybe he wants to run for office one day he's like some kind of gynecologist or something and like you
1: really want her to be like a politician's politician's wife (laughs) she's
2: perfect she's an incredible hostess she's beautiful she like has a relatively unimpeachable like moral record after being on this show Mm -hmm. I just think it could work for her (laughs) it would give her the spotlight and power that she clearly is aspiring to mm-hmm. without having to debase herself <laughs> for <from> my entertainment. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I like that. I
1: also want a clear runway for a messy uh, mm-hmm. and uh, sort of powerful alliance between James and Lala. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I think that would be the best for everyone concerned
2: mm-hmm. I mean that's the only way they have to go as we've talked about previously for James and Lala yeah. so I feel like the only performance we haven't talked about this episode is Tom and Ariana's mm, I I found Tom
1: curiously Uninvolved I thought I I was Mm -hmm. surprised at how little he was really involved. Um Mm -hmm. I think he maybe I just think he was sort of surprised. I think he he was surprised all the way through that he got called out or that Mm -hmm. he was exposed Mm -hmm. and then just didn't know how to didn't know because he couldn't because Tom doesn't lie. The thing about him is he does not lie. (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, like, <laughs> that's really interesting that's true yeah. like he, he doesn't
1: he might spin things he might mm-hmm. misrepresent things he might, you know or or whatever but he doesn't really uh he i don't know i can't think of him ever really the straight up lying mm-hmm. you know about something and so and he was so clearly in the wrong here mm-hmm. um there's like the moment I'm thinking of that I think of when, with Tom in this in this episode, is when James goes to him and says, "That was really fucked up what Brock and Sheena were doing, right?" And Tom's like, like just like it does, and I, I was actually shocked. I was, I was, I my jaw dropped when he was like, "Well, because I thought Tom, you've got to, what are you doing?" You know, and then James was like, "Say it, say it." It was fucked up, Tom. Just like commands him to admit it, and Tom was yeah. like, "Okay." And I thought that's <laughs> like it's so wi- weird. He seems so exhausted, weirdly like just like exhausted, just or, or something about. I just like not really in the mood for it. I think, and I, I, I found that curious. Like he just, just did not
2: seem up for it. agree and it was weird too because i feel like he had a a way out right which is just like i felt stuck between you guys you know ariana's so close to sheena i'm really close to you we tried to talk them out of it because we thought it was the right thing to do like super clear (laughs) i think that's a forgivable position to be in Mm -hmm. you know and he just like didn't do it he just like got defensive and doubled down and I think it was partially because Lala was involved and I think he so. can't stomach her anymore so
1: yeah I think he should have removed James he should have said
0: mm-hmm.
1: pulled him to the side and explained what happened and like calmed and said like look this is this is what happened this is what we did Um, because yeah I think with Lala there I think he was getting distracted by yeah. how frustrated he was with her and couldn't properly attend to james Mm -hmm. um uh, uh, yeah i think i think so I i was i was surprised um i don't know i'm curious what you think about this i
2: don't think i don't think
1: ariana's the best fighter
2: could not agree more i hate when she's drunk like that seems to be when she does the most fighting is when she's like really drunk mm-hmm. and she comes across terribly like even worse than drunk Katie in a fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, which which is saying something. Agree. Yeah, to kill Katie. Because to kill Katie. I mean, she's not great drunk. Um but yeah, Ariana is uh I don't know if it's i think part of it to me is because katie sober or drunk is not above Mm -hmm. like just like you know we'll get in there get in there um and so it doesn't she kind of kind of own it and it's like Mm -hmm. doesn't really apologize for it Mm -hmm. Uh, ariana when she's sober often affects the sort of lofty like i'm kind of like above it all i I, i'm literally too cool um yep and so when she loses, literally loses her pool when she's <laughs> drunk, it just feel it's just, it, it, it doesn't, uh, it's hard for her to then go back to that and, you know, and pretend like she doesn't
2: experience these slips. Um, totally. Well, and again, like same with Tom, they did the right thing at the end of the day. Like, and I don't think you really even have to defend Sheena to james and raquel i mean like right. on some level i think sheena kind of owns her mistake maybe yeah. or like can see why it's weird even if she's doubling down yeah yeah and so i i like her just like getting in there and like going for lala was very confusing
1: you, you know what i think i think
2: uh
1: so even though it it's edited so you know we've talked about lala as, as having mm-hmm. like a um at the very least uh a, like seems to be acting like a queen mm-hmm. even if it, it she's not necessarily like that's kind of the role at least that we we've been that's the edit that she's been given mm-hmm. frankly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i wonder if in the moment like for them just because like we're sort of so, you know and imp- sort of influenced to see lala that way doesn't mean mm-hmm. that's the way everybody else sees her interesting yeah and and that perhaps they perceive that like this is the way that she's sort of carrying herself and mm-hmm. they sort of tolerate like that they've sort of trying to figure out a way to navigate it like tolerate it um you know whilst like not really not really liking her or like not being Mm -hmm. like particularly on board with it Mm -hmm. and seeing this see perhaps maybe Ariana that was like for her was like kind of the last straw was Mm -hmm. like you know you, you know you you've been throwing your weight around a lot you've been meddling in a way and like you haven't been no one really challenges you or well you haven't maybe to her she just thought like uh I think what it is with maybe in this particular situation is that Ariana actually does feel legitimately close to both James and Sheena. Mm-hmm. And they, and for her, and so does Tom, it seems like. And so for them, it I do believe them when they were like uh, conflicted, like really conflicted, yeah. like what to do. And that it wasn't a really simple decision. And so what she's taking issue with is Lala's like, spin of the situation as if like nobody re- th- like that the people that everyone here was being totally inconsiderate of James mm-hmm. when like mm-hmm. specifically Tom and Ariana were being considerate mm-hmm. and um, the only person who like truly out and out was being inconsiderate was Brock uh- <laughs> <laughs> monster yeah uh,
2: what do you think of that I think that's right yeah, I think you're totally right, honestly. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And I think it makes a lot of sense, too, as an extension of kind of the ongoing conflict with Lala this season. Like, having that totally detonate over this, like, makes sense and is interesting. But I don't love it for Ariana. Like, I, I genuinely like her, mm-hmm. but I don't think she looked as good as she could have looked no
1: but to your point i think if she were sober Mm -hmm. i think she would have she could have probably more clearly gotten that across Mm -hmm. and maintained you know like her composure um but because she was drunk
2: yep couldn't get herself out
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh yeah even the line like i was born fucking cool was just like a
2: If you were drunk though, you would totally think that was landing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That sounds so cool in your head when you're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Wow. Um, Uh, Can I just.
2: Oh, well, you brought me back to like Brock's behavior in the final fight, which. Maybe is what I want to end on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes, please.
2: I was so confused. Or like the tactic of Sheena being like, I like I was, you know, I'm self-sacrificing. I'm not wearing my ring. Blah, blah, blah. Which if I can quickly say the fact that she like had it in her purse and was like, well, I wasn't gonna leave it at home <laughs> when she left her baby at home. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to treat this with a greater level of care than my baby. (laughs) Amazing. Regardless, though, Brock's instinct to immediately fall on the sword and be like, this was completely my fault and Sheena had nothing to do with it was wild. A wild play by him. You know? Um, And Smart, I think it makes them like an interesting duo, even though I think he's so evil. Like, I think that, that combo of like, Wanting to play ball, poor gamesmanship, almost getting it is like so interesting.
1: Yeah. It, it um I found him to be his behavior in the fight to be like one of the like the essential ingredient. Like mm-hmm. he cause this was all his like literally all of this was his fault. Uh, his fault. <laughs> and, and, and he like the moment when he said um to James you could have handled this better it was just like it was, I was like I I imagined myself like if I was in this conflict I'd be like oh my god this would be so so bizarre uh like the when he there was another moment where he um uh oh it, it just seems like when he said you know this whole summer isn't about James and Raquel's wedding I I thought actually this makes me think of again I'm reminded of your point about this is like a, a storyline mm-hmm. it is totally. is I think what he was really saying is this is the last episode mm-hmm. you know we this isn't just about your wedding like we also have other things like we have a, something that's important we have a thing that needs to be on camera too
0: yeah yeah
1: totally. and it's unfair for you to uh hog all the spotlight mm-hmm. and i can see what he means mm-hmm. it is so funny that there are things you cannot say explicitly
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and it's also really funny that their point was it's just a weekend which they were right about and also that like he had opportunities to do this but didn't have enough money to uh, so like should have spent all this money on like a nice thing and all the fucking homebody shoot but whatever um or not a non-diamond 25 thousand dollar <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh but yeah I, I you're right like he i was surprised by his covering for sheena um mm-hmm. and yeah his willingness to be just like the the heel mm-hmm. uh so aggressively mm-hmm. um even to the point of when he finally gets kicked out
2: another fucking mouth i watching is like well am i kicked out what
1: is this all-time performance like what like what is like, inspiring you like it was like- so amazing for her to just be like that it, right away she was like but mm, is it okay with me and he's and he's like no it's just me but also like you know you should wear your ring and she was like uh, I don't know but then gives him his bag and also sort of like puts her hand in position she's like uh, I don't know I was like, these two these like these two are like driving me insane and I was so into it
2: incredible oh my god I forgot that she puts the ring on him and goes back like <laughs> you and I are not married but if like our mutual friends kick you out of a party I would fucking leave with you right, <laughs> exactly but she was with, like without I question
1: say. without question <laughs> and so nuts and I loved her line at the end where she was just kind of like yeah you know I've I've no I, I understand how to like navigate this group like what it means to be in this group and there's a shot of her returning to the party and i just thought like <laughs> this is what sheena cares about like it like fundamentally like she i think if i think if brock became really too toxic to hold on to she would, she'd cut him like immediately uh, and so so obvious and clear that that is that she's done in the past
2: uh, mm-hmm. you know all <laughs> right yeah oh, yeah <laughs> So Brock and Sheena deserve each other and I'm really excited to see how they move into next season.
0: Yeah. Wow. Especially
2: once they've seen their own edits. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: oh wow. Um Yeah, I, I I can't think. I think that was most of what I mm-hmm. really had to say about it. is there any any sort of final thoughts or or we're or,
2: going or kind of like wrap up thoughts that
1: you have about episode
2: season yeah i think that for me i'm not considering the season over because i cannot wait for the reunion But mm, right. i almost never watch the reunions and i am over my mind excited just or out of my mind i can't wait
1: mm-hmm. Well, why don't we save maybe our season reflections for the reunion it might be a nice think- way to like really reflect on on the season and um especially i think I, I don't know. I think we have to see this breakout break play out to mm-hmm. also get it. Maybe it might change how we see the season in a significant way. So, yeah, we should hold off on big season wrap up thoughts.
2: Couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, you caught up on Project Runway. You started it. I did.
1: Um, unfortunately, I my landlord is coming in like fifteen oh, minutes.
2: Oh, oh my gosh, do you your landlord? Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, to fix a light fixture. Uh but and um but I wanna watch more Project One Ray of this se- of this season and we can like we can really talk about it. I do have thoughts. Um, so yes. I do I do have I do have somewhat uh I don't know how strong they are. I think I do have thoughts. Like we could really talk about it, yeah. So okay, that.
2: so listeners, if you want to hear how things went with Dylan's landlord, and <laughs> you want to hear Project One Way, you'll just have to tune in next week. And in the meantime, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if it's five stars.
1: Only five stars, please.
2: You can email us at batchsignal@gmail.com or DM us on Twitter. We're at Take Off My Mic Pod, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one makes it to the end. It's fine. yeah, that's right. <laughs> But uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.
0: I got believe it. on my okay. collar. I fucking I'm clean